A quick question. Raise your hand if you love documentation. My guess is basically nobody raised their hand except for that one weirdo that does like it. But most of us dislike it. It's part of the job, though. And anything we can do to make that more efficient is always a win. We switched over to PT Everywhere recently for my local practice. And one feature they have that I think has been a game changer is the voice to text note documentation feature they have where I can literally just dictate my notes and it will populate within the actual note platform. I was shocked. I thought it would be incredibly inaccurate and I would have to fix everything, but it's really, really accurate and easy to do. I even just do it on my phone and I actually talk in what I wanted to do in between patients so that I can quickly do that while it's fresh in my mind and it doesn't pile up on me later in the day. Save me a ton of time, save my staff a ton of time. So if you're looking for a solid practice management solution, I would highly recommend checking out PT Everywhere. In particular, if you want to save some time on notes, it's been a game changer for us. Head to pteverywhere.com, check out their platform and see how it can save you some time in your office. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us, who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans, create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei, and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast, and today we're talking about timing. When's the right time? Is it the right time? Is there ever the right time to get started to do something? on your own or take a chance on yourself. And uh, yesterday, um, I was talking with Ashley. She's been reading Barack Obama's new book that came out. And she showed me a section of it that I thought was uh, super compelling. Like she 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 saw this um, paragraph and was like, you've got to read this. It's so good. And basically, the context of it is when he was looking to run for office or was thinking about running for office, he spoke to Ted Kennedy um, about whether he should or not. Um, I, I guess I haven't read the the book, but the, the backstory, I guess, is that he just didn't feel like he was ready. Didn't feel like he had enough experience. Uh, and that, you know, he didn't know if he should even do it. Um, and this is what, uh, Ted Kennedy said to him. So he said, um, I won't be waiting in early. Teddy said too many friends, but I can tell you this, Barack, the power to inspire is rare. Moments like this are rare. You think you may not be ready, that you'll do it in a more convenient time, but you don't choose the time. The time chooses you. Either you seize what may turn out to be the only chance you have, or you decide you're willing to live with the knowledge that the chance has passed you by. And I I think that is, man, super profound, right? You either seize what may turn out to be the only chance you have, or you decide that you're willing to live with the knowledge that the chance has passed you by too often. And this is, I'm jumping straight into this. So right in your head, first thing in the morning on a Tuesday, hopefully you hear this and it, it it shocks you a little bit. Now this is a little different context than what we talk about with people doing something on their own. We're talking about somebody running for president, which is pretty, you know, know, one of the, the, the most, you know, I guess challenging things you can do, but for us, if we can take these words of the time chooses you and you have to be willing to to live with the fact that it's passed you by, this is very accurate from what we see with people that we talk to that are older in our profession, that are 
you know, they're, they're frustrated with themselves for not having actually taken a chance on themselves. There's a book. Um, I mean, I think it's like, I think it's called the, the words of a dying man. Maybe that's not it. it. It's, it was a book written by a hospice nurse and she interviewed all these people on their deathbed. Basically. It's really, it's kind of a crazy premise. And, uh, you know, there's common themes of people that had regrets. And I think regret is, uh, it's something I hope I have not, I never, I have very little of, if any at all, whenever, you know, I, I'm, I'm on my deathbed. Like it's crazy to even say that it's, it's hopefully very far away. We don't really know, but, uh, regret of not taking a chance on themselves was one of the most common themes of the people that this hospice nurse, uh, interviewed. It was not uh, like not spending enough time with their family was a big one and not taking a chance on themselves not seeing what they could have accomplished, taking the easy conservative path, basically. And for those of you that are thinking to yourself, man, this is just not a good time. It's not a good time because let's name some reasons. I have student debt. There's a pandemic. I just had a kid. I'm about to have a kid. I just bought a house. I just got a puppy. (laughs) All of these things this is life. You can't stop life from happening. You can't stop life from occurring. You know, in this case, you know, for, for, for Barack, he felt like he didn't have enough experience and, but would he have had the opportunity to run later? We don't know, right? We, we don't know. We know he did. We know that he won two terms and that's what the book is about. You know, his, his, uh, uh, memoirs of being in office. And if he hadn't taken a chance on himself, he never would have had the book because he never would have been there. And we see this a lot with people that we talk to as well. They're apprehensive. And here's the thing, these excuses, which is exactly what they are. These excuses are convenient. They make you feel slightly better about yourself for not taking action. You know, before you finally decide that you have to do this before it festers in you so long that you don't have a choice. That that's, that's the place where most people get because they've given themselves so many outs so many reasons why they can't do something. But keep in mind, just like Ted Kennedy said, you don't choose the time, the time chooses you. (laughs) And it's so accurate, right? Like I think about whenever we got out of the military, it was not a great time for us. I was looking at a promotion to, to, to major within a short period of time of staying in basically like very high likelihood that that would have happened. Uh, so a pay bump, uh, an increase in, uh, you know, my ability to move forward towards retirement with the military and staying in for a career, getting different jobs, you know, different education opportunities. Um, from there we had two young kids, you know, I had, uh, Jack who was two Maggie was six months uh, and we decided to get out and open a practice without taking insurance in a room with no windows in the corner of a CrossFit gym on a side of town that wasn't all that nice in a city where we knew nobody. When I say it out loud, I wonder to myself how it even worked, <laughs> you know, I get, and this is the same thing that I'm sure my family felt as well. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? You have this clear path. You have this great opportunity. You have this safe opportunity. If you just stay the course, 
this is what will happen. You see it with both my grandparents, uh, or my, my grandfathers on both sides, retired military. My dad's retired military, military all around us, S- safe, right? We see pensions left and right. It happens. Healthcare for life, lots of good reasons to stay in. But something just didn't feel right about it to me. I felt this drive to try to do something on my own. Uh, and I had felt that way for a while. And I wanted to see what, what could I do if I took a chance on myself? The timing was terrible. The timing was, you know, there's plenty of things I could have said, oh, I can't do this because of that. I have two young children. I can't, I can't do that. Oh, this is a city where I don't have any connections. I can't do that. There's so many things you can point at and say the time isn't right. But when you really think about it, the time chooses you. And one thing that we do not actually think about is what if you, what if it actually works? What, what happens if it actually works out in your favor? We, all we think about is worst case scenario. Oh man, what if it doesn't work? Well, what if it doesn't? For me, it was, I'll get a job at a hospital. Well, that's like worst case scenario. I'll get a PRN job. I'll, I'll do a in acute care job, whatever. And then I'll just go get, get a job working at some clinic where I'd be pretty happy, you know, seeing a population that I would enjoy worst case scenario. I can always do that. Best case scenario. Shit. It's what happened to us for, so far. <laughs> I mean, best case scenario for me, whenever we got out was, I just want to play, replace my income. It was like $78,000 a year is what I was trying to replace uh, with, with our cash practice. We did that within the first six months on, on our run rate. That was my entire goal. Best case scenario, you know, no idea we we're going to grow to multiple people, multiple businesses, none of that. But I can tell you this much, none of that would have happened if we hadn't decided to take a chance on ourselves. even though the timing wasn't great, even though, you know, the, the, the odds were not in our favor in many ways, we still decided that it was, a, it was an opportunity that we had to pursue. Ashley and I, when I say we, that's, it was our decision. And over and over and over again, I see this happen with people that we work with. And this isn't just like one or two people, guys. We've literally helped over 500 clinicians start businesses. We have 100 people in our mastermind that we work with on a regular basis, and we see them changing their lives for the better. You know, we, we've had people in and out of shorter-term coaching programs that we've had, other courses that we've had that we get a chance to interact with and coach and work with, and they, they see what's happening. They start to change what is possible. So it's there and I see it all the time. And I know if you're listening to this, you can't see what I see. You can hear what I'm saying and and maybe you take that with a grain of salt and obviously understand, yes, is there a business that I own behind us helping people build their businesses? For sure. But if you think for a second that the only reason that I do this is so that we can make money, just stop listening to this fucking podcast right now because it, 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 there's nothing I'm going to be able to say to you. This is actually going to help you change your life. There's a business there, but the business is the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Personally, it's amazing. When we start seeing people change their life, start to see what's possible when they actually take a chance on themselves, when they start figuring out what skills they need to work on, their life changes. Their view on what's possible change is changed forever. And it's not just that it's the people around them that start to see possibilities and somebody in their family that has decided to take a chance on themselves, which is rare. Now, how many people are you inspiring in your own family 
Generational family change is what we're seeing, is what we want to see, not just in the profession. The profession, this is our profession. This could be any profession though. It's personal development, people that are making a change by taking a chance on themselves and developing themselves, becoming better business owners, which leads to becoming better parents and husbands and, and wives and brothers and sisters and all these other things that are essentially side effects, but in just the best part of the entire process only happens if you decide to step over that line and take a chance on yourself. And the timing might not be right. And the timing probably never will be right. The stars will never align where you're going to have this surplus of cash, no debt, no family, no kids, no dog, no mortgage, none of that shit. It's never going to happen. And you'll keep putting it off and you'll keep putting it off until one day you're getting interviewed by some nurse at a hospice facility and you're telling her about all the things that you wish that you would have done. Now that's not going to be me and that's not going to be the people we work with, but that might be you. And I hope it's not. So I hope you hear this. I hope this resonates. I hope this isn't too heavy for you on Thanksgiving week. <laughs> Enjoy a little Turkey. Maybe listen to this one again. This is the reality. There's never a perfect time. The time chooses you and it's up to you to decide if you're willing to live with the fact that you let it pass you by or not. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200, and this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.